Welcome to Sad Styles Productions. Let me run you through our daily specials. On Tuesday, relive your childhood gaming memories on the Retrograde Podcast. On Thursday, the Jackass crew relives the pain and glory of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Mikey and Brian let you in on all the secrets of sports marketing on the sign-off, a framework podcast. On Fridays, losing money with Andrew Baskin helps satisfy your 20-minute sports gambling fix. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Enjoy the ride. Get into it. Coming up... A Sad Styles production. Get into it. That conversation we had yesterday, I want to look oh, that Oh, that up. was so funny. I know we don't want to go back to the revisit well too often, but like Pokemon Snap, you're like, oh shit, I didn't even think about that. Are you getting the new one? I feel like I have to, but <laughs> I also feel like I need to stop buying new games. You're like, yeah, yeah, that shit's expensive and it prevents me from playing my bat log. Yeah. That's true too. 30 minutes later, <laughs> I just bought Pokemon Snap. <laughs> But I was not that excited for the new one. Yeah, it's all these Pokemon you're unaware of. Right. And the, yeah. the appeal to going back and playing Pokemon Snap to me was like, oh, it's all my it's all my buddies. All my best friends. You get to see them again. <laughs> yeah, I get to see How them again. How you doing, again. guys? This time, there's like a fucking dragon with leaves hanging off of its balls. And I'm like, I don't think I want to take a picture of you. Yeah, that's, that's called Leafarug. <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> one of the most powerful Pokemon in all of lore. <laughs> Retrograde the podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I am Misty Aaronworth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that explains the jean shorts. <laughs> yeah, the jean shorts. Oh my god, of course, that is Mikey Aaronworth, and we are back for the retrograde. We are snapping off a new year. Oh, we, a new year. This is our fourth year of doing a podcast. Oh, we are snapping it off. Oh, yeah. That's great. Now, Andrew, you you say that because obviously we're focusing on Pokemon Snap Absolutely. in today's episode, which the listeners sitting there. Thumb up, thumb up their ass. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't judge them for how they listen to our episodes. That's like, how we record them. That's how you should listen <laughs> yes, to them. Exactly. Um, um, thinking, guys, didn't y'all already do that game? Uh huh. Uh huh. And didn't y'all already do <laughs> Mortal Kombat? We chars are dead. Yes. We chars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and look, this is another one where the timing of it is kind of strange. But as we mentioned on last week's episode, we want to start going back to some of our earlier episodes and revisiting games. A to give it the proper professional Mikey and Andrew treatment. <laughs> because we're great at what we do now. Yeah, the last but two years. The last two years. <laughs> last years. But also we got now- lab coats. We're now professionals. We got the Professor Oak lab coats on. For we do. Sure. We do. I uh, often- <laughs> I give animals to children daily. <laughs> often I'm meeting people and I'm like, we're related. What's your name? <laughs> who are you? But I know we're related, but who are you? Here, take this raccoon. Who are and you? And what's your gender? Uh, <laughs> Professor Oak. It's 2021. You don't do around asking people what their gender is. What's your gender? Oh, jeez. And you'd have to do that thing with your like uncle. You're like, I'm so sorry. He's yeah. from a different generation. Pulling them apart. Pulling away. No, no, no. No, stop, stop, stop asking their names. Okay, good. He's like, he's like, he's like, spell your name for me. Oh, your name is Assface. I believe you. <laughs> Very good, Assface. Take a dangerous animal and roam the wilds. So we'll be revisiting and reviewing this game once again. Uh, we're going to do it blind as we did with Mortal Kombat. Mm. Uh, if you haven't heard for our third anniversary episode, that's what we did. So we're going to see how our current score holds up i feel like we have a better baseline for reviews at this point yes. because in the beginning it was kind of all over the place we were trying to figure out what a two and a half meant to us versus yeah. a three versus a four uh <laughs> and and now we have a better sense of that and yeah. plus pokemon snap the remake or not the remake new pokemon new snap pokemon snap is out as of friday and uh and and it, it's just a good time to talk about it. it's in the yeah. zeitgeist it, oh it, it totally is like this is not we promise you this is not now here from here on out all we're doing 
remaking no. games. Right. But it just happened to be that two of our games that we had went back and have really thought about a lot since. Yes. Um, have have had resonance on why we should do them two weeks in a row now. So I'm so excited to go back to Pokemon Snap. I'm so excited because it is one of the things that makes me laugh the most about Mikey uh-huh. is young Mikey's absolute deep <laughs> burning passion for Pokemon Snap. It, it just, it brings me so much joy and we get to talk about it again. I love this. I will get into my personal stories about it, I think, once we start talking about it. But this game uh, changed my life. Yeah, I'll yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that. Now, for those of you who are new uh, to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Hey. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up? Typically, what we like to do is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually, it's something that had some sort of effect on us, positive or negative. We yeah. rate that game as we remember it back when we used to play it out of four bits. Then we take a little bit of a break and play the game, play you some of that audio, then come back and rate and review the game as it stands up in the modern day yeah. against the likes of modern games. But before we do that, yeah. we like to take a <laughs> quick uh, left turn. Something you cannot do in Pokemon Snap. Right. <laughs> get get off the rails, turn immediately to the right. Yeah. Can you imagine the shock on the Pokemon's face in that beautiful, like, safe ecosphere that they've created? And yeah. it's like, it's coming at me. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if I were a Lapras and and uh, Todd Snap is the guy's name. Oh, yeah. yeah, of the snaps. Of the snaps. <laughs> yes, yeah. he was born into it. Nepotism is strong within uh, the Pokemon family. Well, here's the thing: is like when you when you <laughs> when you hear the name Pokemon Snap, you're like Snap. That's like a photograph. So we call it Pokemon Snap. And the developers were like, "That's not good enough. We need more of a reason to call it this." What if the main character's name is Todd Snap? I love that someone would visit this you know, like natural reserve that you can yes. like for natural tourism that you could visit. And they're like, Oh, Pokemon snap. That's very good. Cause we take photos. No, Cheryl, you <laughs> dumb idiot. We are the snaps. This is a multi-generational facility. You fucking idiots. I yeah. just, Oh, what, what do you think the family? What do you think the <laughs> bank's family does? Yeah, exactly. You look at my son's eyes. You look at Todd's eyes and tell him <laughs> that this was named because of a pun. How? Okay. Here's here's another question, Andrew. Spell Todd for me. T O D D. Oh, you do put two D's in there, eh? Yeah, of course. That's oh. how it's spelled. T O D. Yeah. No. What? Why not? Oh, get out of here. Wait a second, Tom. Spell Tom for me. T O M. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Why are there so, two Ds? So, hey, heads up. We speak the most complicated language on earth. <laughs> and thank God I learned it from as a young child because I would have had no hope learning it. True. Secondary. Yes, yeah, some rules don't make any sense, but that's how Todd is spelled and that's how Tom is spelled. That's weird. If someone spelled with two Ms, you'd be like, whoa, okay. Yeah. That's weird. That would be weird. That's why I'm saying Todd with two Ds is but weird. But that's how Todd is spelled for the, the, in the Queen's English. The Sweeney Todd. The titular. So you're okay with two Ds. You want me to go back and rewrite hundreds of years of English history? Yes or no? <laughs> yes, I'm comfortable with it. You're it's okay with and two secure. D's nuts? <laughs> oh my God. In front of your face. Two D's nuts. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and this has been Nutscast. <laughs> yeah. I am also not okay with the human English language. Two of these D, uh, two of D's nuts. Two of, put, D, two of D's nuts. You got to put of in there. That's yes. important. Yeah. Because then otherwise I don't know whose D's nuts we're speaking of. <laughs> Oh, Andrew, what's up? It's time for uh, our regular segment on this podcast that we do every week and that everyone is familiar with for all three years. Um, It's it's time for... Papa's purchases. By golly, it's Papa's purchases with me, Papa Mike. Get on board. Of course, it is that weekly segment where we go through Papa's purchases. <laughs> now, now, I mean, 
I, Mikey. I'm Papa. Papa with uh, three P's, by the way. <laughs> Starts with a P. There's two P's in the middle. P's nuts. Oh, Jesus. Um, the, uh, now, Papa's Purchases is a segment. Obviously, this is a brand new segment. Uh-huh. But we are going to do it every week now that we've snapped off a fourth year. Um, I want to talk about some things that I've bought this week. Oh. And I want to give them a little bit of... Uh, uh, an unboxing. Context. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. How, uh, how they're affecting my life. Okay. Okay. So, number one. Uh-huh. I bought a tushy. Oh, yeah, that's great. I own a Tushy. Um, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. I actually made a video. Yes. And Tushy retweeted me. Oh. And the oh. Oh, the founder of Tushy retweeted me. John Tushy? John, John Tushy. <laughs> oh, my God. Tweeted me on, uh, what's his name? Uh, Derek Twitter's webpage. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so the, the Tushy was great. I bought, I bought, do you have the cold water one or the warm water one? So I didn't know there was a warm water one. There is, but you need to hook it up to a sink, basically. Yeah, see, that's the thing. When you're in your video, I didn't want to, I didn't want to take away from your local celebrity now that you are, because you're, you're a Tushy branded, you're a branded ambassador of Tushy now. I, I, I am. I, think I, t- I would love to be. <laughs> hey, Tushy, hit us up if you want that sponsorship. Absolutely. Money. We would, yeah, that'd be great. Um, But yeah, you're like, I can't wait for that warm water to hit my butt. I was like, oh, warm. Mm. He's going to be, he's going to have a rude awakening, because that is not warm. It is uncomfortable. It's cold, but it feels very good. I know cold makes me feel cleaner, a little more fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, though, is they talk <laughs> about with tushies. They're like, you use less toilet paper, but I stand up and I've got a soaking wet asshole. <laughs> How does that just dry? I use more toilet paper. Do you really wiping out my my? It's it's I, soaking wet. Now I have to wipe uh, my balls too. <laughs> I think you need to work on the trajectory of the of the tushy. But it, the runoff, the runoff. Okay. Do you, uh, do you not get no no? Th- you know no no. Wow. See, I just figure I have like shitty balls now. Like like oh, the water runs. It just it's. I I'm getting used to it. Okay. I, I like it so you, far. You, you, like everything. Practice. Practice. Yeah. You, know, you need practice. It makes perfect. <laughs> um. So my next purchase. Papa's next purchase. Tushy, you can't take that. That is actually trademarked to the Retrograde Podcast. <laughs> you is. want it, you could come advertise with us, and then you could take it. Yeah. Take it uh, from our r- cash-rich hands. <laughs> yes, I want that Tushy money, because I actually do really like it. I, feel I like love I the Tushy. I've for years. I've got a cleaner butt. Um, the next thing that I bought, yeah, Pixel Buds. All right, explain what that is. So the Google Google Pixel Buds? You know, they're like the AirPods. Oh, they're AirPods. Yeah, oh, but they're, okay. they're Pixel. And they're, I got them. They were on sale. So oh. now I this is the first pair of wireless uh, oh. buds that I have. Oh, nice. And I'm actually really liking them. Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay. Everyone else hates them. Oh. People are actively telling me they don't like what's in my ears. Oh, they don't like the look of them in yeah. your ears? They, it makes them uncomfortable. Why? What do they look like? They're just round and and like oh, are a, they the circle ones? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah those look weird. It, it looks like someone just like stuck <laughs> like a spitball in my ear, apparently. <laughs> but it makes strangers uncomfortable enough to comment on the fact that I have these things in my ears, and I'm <laughs> developing a complex. Oh no, yeah. that's not good. It's not. Uh, I do feel like a like a really cool robot though. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Like like before you bought them, an uncool robot. <laughs> 
You know, it's funny. He's a friend Set of mine. When she saw that I that I had these, uh, we were we were on Facetime, and uh, and I, I she's like, why are you why are you wearing? There's no one around. Why are you wearing the buds? I was like, I wanted to show you them, and she's like, they look terrible. Don't wear those. And then and then she's like, you look like a robot more than usual. And I was like, wait, you also think I'm a robot? What's going on? There, every relationship you have with a woman in your life will always odd, oddly end up maternal in the way that you're like, I wanted to show you this. I got this. Do you like it? Are you proud of me? Can I go back into your vagina? Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't go Tushy. Oh, they left. Oh, oh, they left. No. Bye, Tushy. Okay, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Um, yeah, no, th- those are uh, those are Papa's purchases. I have one more though. Well, do I know what this last one is? You do know what this yes. last one is, Let's and talk we'll talk. It. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But uh, to set us up before yep. we get into the talk about Pokemon Snap, mm. um, you messaged me last night. I did. And you were like... Uh, our nightly message. Our nightly message where you just... Are you okay? Are you safe? <laughs> text two, if not. Yeah. Any other number, I'm, I'm ignoring. <laughs> so I text 69 all yeah, the time. Nice. Um, no, but you were like, yeah, so are you getting new Pokemon Snap? And I had no inclination to get it at that point. Yeah. I loved Pokemon Snap playing right. as a kid. And I remember in the first episode, the, the first time we did this game on the podcast, this was the first time you and I had a, a significant disagreement on a game. Yeah. And I remember um, loving it because of the sentimentality and the nostalgia. And this it meant one, a lot to you. And the, yeah, exactly. It did. It's, I'm not joking. Yeah, no, it, it, did, it meant a lot to me. Yeah. So here's where my mind went there. Okay. I thought you said Enmante Teo. You said it meant a lot to you, oh. but I heard and Monte Teo. The linebacker the with linebacker, the fake girlfriend? Yes, with the fake girlfriend. So I said yes, and Uh-oh. then you said no, really. And then I had to do a lot of mental gymnastics to figure <laughs> out what else you could have said. You had to reread the transcript in your robot brain. That's that's <laughs> what literally what I just <laughs> did. <laughs> Pixels, read that back to me. Yeah. Um, um, I don't like you wearing those. <laughs> it gives you an unfair advantage. That's the pixels talking to me. Um, and no, the problem is, is I had no intention of going back and, and playing this or this new one because yeah. of the new Pokemon in it. I just don't have any affinity towards right. them. And then, as, but as soon as you planted that that seed in my head, that little bug, <laughs> that little caterpie in my head, yeah, there you go. Um, I half an hour later texted you and just said, "I bought Pokemon." <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny than the way that I was, I was honestly just naked thinking, naked ambition about this, about like, well, if Mikey gets the new game, we should do it on the Mushroom Club. Yes. I was just like, yep. and in my mind, I'm, no, very few games have ever meant as much to Mikey as Pokemon Snap, as crazy The Mushroom as Club, is. by the way, is the uh, is our Patreon. Oh, yes. On our Patreon on Friday, and I hope everyone liked or oh, yeah. could go back and listen to the Mortal Kombat movie episode that we did for the Patreon, for the Mushroom Club, that were released for free on our retrograde feed. And so if you are interested in listening to more content like that, that, that was actually maybe the... Uh, the most well-received episode that we've released. Yeah, we, I had a lot of people reaching out and saying that that was the best spoiler cast we've ever done. We used to do them more bonus episodes, but yeah. now we put them on uh, on Patreon. But yeah, a lot of positive feedback on the Mortal Kombat movie spoiler cast that we released as a preview to our Patreon. So if you want to go back and listen to that, and if you want, to, if you like content like that, go sign up to uh, patreon.com slash yep. uh, the Rich Great Podcast. Definitely. Five US dollars a month. Okay, so... Uh, I was thinking for sure, Mikey's going to get this game. Very right. few games have meant this much to you. And then I was, and so I just said like, have you got it yet? And you're like, no, I'm not going to get it. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And just, I went back to doing my own thing. Then look back at my phone. I have purchased Pokemon <laughs> Snap. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, I did play a video game last night. Oh, and it, it wasn't Pokemon Snap? It wasn't Snap? Pokemon Snap. Oh, interesting. Well, That's why it? I didn't want to buy it, because I knew I, I'm trying to make my way through the backlog. I'm working on Days Gone, and I'm working oh. on another game simultaneously. And Andrew, 
you've sat across this room for me where we record for four years for four years yeah and in the especially in the last four months or so okay i've talked to you about my love of batman week after week yes and how i've watched all the cartoons yes uh, I'm making my way through the animated series again. Yeah, you're yeah. looking up at a, a, a Mikey picture has of Batman right now. A picture of Batman over his shoulder, over my shoulder. Yeah, uh, and that's just floating there. <laughs> it's like the angel on my shoulder. I was gonna ask about that. How the hell is that happening? <laughs> you, you don't want to ask. <laughs> you don't know what an NFT is? <laughs> no, I guess I don't. Um, I thought I did. Is this what fungible means? <laughs> Yeah, fungible means flying over your shoulder. <laughs> it's a non-floating transaction. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the the uh, what I realized, yep. I was looking through PlayStation Plus because I'm like, there's, you know, I had days gone and I'm like, I might as well play another game. Just get something on the go that, that I can kind of, I like bouncing in between. So if I get bored with one, I can turn on the right. other. That makes sense. And I fucking realized I've never played, and you know this about me, Arkham Knight. Oh yeah, that's crazy. So I started playing Arkham Knight. Oh, guess what? It's fucking amazing. Yeah, thanks. It's really fucking good. <laughs> it's really good. But I'm pissed at you for not recommending it to me. Fuck you. I talked about it all the time. Fuck you. Don't say fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Please fuck you. Fuck you. Obviously, we're doing a scene from the Arkham Knight between the Arkham Knight and Batman. <laughs> the, the, and, and Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you've ever seen the short video of two guys flipping each other off in New York, yes. it's similar to that. Yes. Um, yes. I, it's funny because you say the Arkham Knight and Batman. I only just yesterday realized that the Arkham Knight is not Batman. No, the Arkham Knight is someone separate completely. Right. So I, I thought Batman, the Arkham Knight was like, oh, they're, they're calling uh, Batman the Arkham Knight. Yeah. And then one of the enemies was like, we learned all the, all the things Batman has to do from the Arkham Knight. And I was like, why would I teach them what I'm going to do? <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a second. I do love when you're in detective mode and you can hear their conversations. They're like, you know, I have no problem. I, I've got my ribs broken by Batman, but this Arkham Knight goes, kills people. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, hmm, yeah. interesting. I want to yeah. meet this Arkham Knight. And the other guy's like, did you hear what Rogan said last week? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't think I'd believe in chemtrails, but you know, <laughs> I see planes and I'm thinking, where did it go? I don't, there, there ain't enough elk in Gotham. Where am I supposed to get all my food from? I got freezers full of meat, but it's like a hungry man. I want a full elk. <laughs> yeah, it's two large brutes uh, in your detective mode. And they, they go, what do you think about the vaccine? You're like, okay, I'm going to move on to this next conversation. <laughs> I'm going to find two brutes that are talking about, I don't know, <laughs> classical music. Yeah. Well, though, I, though, I feel like those would be like, oh, there is a, a serial killer in Arkham Knight that plays classical music. To very show scary. You where, yeah. Very, very I, Every time I heard the music, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Here's the thing is, is when I hear, okay, so I've talked about NHL, the NHL franchise yes. on, uh, and NHL as a concept on this podcast <laughs> a few times. Uh, but what got me really into hockey was NHL 07. Okay. What got me really into Batman was uh, Arkham, Ar Asylum. Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And when I was playing through it, I really didn't know too much about most of the characters, the, mm -hmm. the, the enemies and everything, but there were a ton of them. A ton. And that got me interested in it. Now that I legitimately think I know everything there is to know about Batman, <laughs> how could I not? At you this are point? Bob Kane. Yeah. I am Bob Kane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, by the way, we don't like him. No. We don't like Bob Kane. Why, wait, wait, why is that? Well, because. Because you hurt The Undertaker? <laughs> Uh, that's for people. Okay, whatever. Part part of the uh, part of the uh, uh, agreement when he first sold or or whatever uh, the rights was that, like he basically his creation of it had nothing to do with the actual creation of Batman. Oh, interesting. But he contractually is obliged to say at the beginning of every Batman anything. Batman created by Bob Kane, even though he has nothing to do with it anymore. Whoa. It hasn't for a long time, but he still well, requires that. That's interesting because also there is like well, yeah, I really don't want to get this this hate online, but like Stan Lee. 
Marvel's actual contribution to Marvel That's true, yeah. is very um up in the air. He's kind of their mascot in a lot of ways. Yeah, he's like he was he was yeah, he was the yeah, he was the announcer or he was the business guy in a lot of ways. Right. Not really the creative guy. And uh like a lot of the people around him, and there's so many people I'm not even gonna start naming them just because right. but whatever, really created the characters and the Stanley's like, Yeah, we did it. And yeah. you're like, What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. but this is like that's what I love about playing through this now is like I hear the classical music and yeah. I, immediately I'm not thinking like, ooh, this is creepy. I'm like, is this Zaz? No, Zaz doesn't like classical music. Like, who is this? No, but Zaz is the serial killer. Oh, but they're coming from out of Gotham. So is it like I'm starting to to interact with wow. it as though I already know the characters and it's just it's a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. I really, really like it. Uh and I I I can see myself uh finishing this game and I don't do that with with enough games these days. Oh, absolutely. That game was actually re- so I did finish that game. I remember being very difficult actually uh at times and and also it's a great hundred percent game. That's what people keep yes. telling me. Yeah. I am not a hundred percent person. Nor am I. But People tell me it's like, it's built for this. And yeah. if you really like it, you can do certain aspects of that. Like the serial killer, like the Riddler trophies, yep. like, you know, whatever. the Those flying missions. The, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, those are hard. See, the, here's one thing is there's something slightly, and obviously it's a little bit dated because it's now four or five years old, but yeah, there's something dated about the controls. And, and the fact that, like, the, the way that the button placements go, I find myself struggling to facilitate yeah. what I want to do. Like, Holding X to glide feels unintuitive to me hmm. because you can't move the the view joystick around unless you change your grip and then R1. So like X, R1. Right. So all your fingers start to get used up. And like playing Dark Souls, I hold the controller like like you're not supposed to hold it. Like because a crazy I, person. Yeah, because like I, the guy that picks up the controller and you're like, yeah, I'll play against Street Fighter. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. This guy knows this guy's going to destroy me. Well, speaking of that, there's been this thing going on in the Tetris world about someone figured out a new way to hold a controller and yep. is and that new grip is like changing the way people can play Tetris. I can't believe I've he- also heard this oh, story. Yeah? This, this yeah? story is so breaking. It's so funny. I love that. I uh, love that. You know, it's so funny. The only last thing we talk about Arkham Knight and then we'll move yeah, yeah. on, but yeah. is uh, you're going to love it. You're going to love all the Batman stuff. You're going to love the Batman story parts of it, yes. which I think is one of the most interesting parts of the Batman or the, those Arkham series is that they kind of really are very respectful of the story of Batman as a whole and oh, almost so much, so much so because we talked about story so much in the last couple of weeks right. here. It's a really good story game. That's that's what finally got. I'm like, man, there aren't. You know, I'm watching. I'm watching the animated series, yeah. and I'm like, they're good little tidbits, but the story isn't as deep and involved. Mm. And then I'm like, wait a second. I loved Arkham Asylum, yeah, and and the one that came after that, Arkham City, Arkham City, and I didn't play Arkham Origins, and I didn't play Arkham Knight, and uh, and I'm like, wait, but I I would love like Arkham City has the first time I've ever seen the Joker die, and they treat it with so like good. so much respect, and I'm like, this is fucking meaningful. And if they're allowed you, to do this, and now in Arkham Knight, I, I don't, I I know you've told me that oh, he, he starts to make his way into your psyche, yeah. but I haven't heard that. Okay, yet. and the only other one is I I'm just worried for when you have to use the Batmobile. It's no, I have used it. A nightmare. I actually don't hate it. I, the driving of it reminds me of Burnout a little bit. Oh, okay. Which I like. But yeah, there's... So that's another one where the controls where it's like R, uh, L2 turns you into combat mode. Yeah, combat whereas mode. Whereas I'm like, that's break. What do you... Why are you guys <laughs> having know. me... So the number of times I go to like skid around a corner and just turn into the bat... Like the combat the mode and yeah. just... Yeah. I know. I, yeah. I, I that that part when they start relying on it, I'm like, oh, this is not. Yeah, I'd just rather be Batman at this yeah, point. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, so there you go, Arkham Knight. Yes, that's really exciting. There's one thing I want to talk about. Sure. And then and then I'll let you talk as much as you want. Will you leave? I'll leave. It'll become it'll become just a solo podcast. Oh, and we should talk about that movie. Solo. Solo. Yes. Let's just become a solo podcast. This is a whole episode devoted to his name. It's because he was alone. 
Thanks for listening to the Solo Podcast, brought to you by Tushy. Um, okay, so yeah, the I want to talk about your. You only need a solo piece of toilet paper to wipe yourself after the Tushy. Um, your favorite show just came to an end on Amazon Prime. Oh, yes. Invincible. Yes. Uh, an eight-episode season. It's a comic that was created by Robert Kirkman and brought to television by Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. Uh, and it has like the glitziest A-list uh, voice cast oh of all time. God, yeah. And it's about, a, it's about a young superhero that grows up with a father that's a superhero and a normal human mother and, uh, and the life of him getting his own powers, yeah. kind of in a broad stroke. Yeah, and I, I've loved it. it. It does have vibes of the boys because it's a very gory take on superheroes, but it's a little bit less political and much more comic booky. Like mm. it is this is superheroes like like to a T. It's it's and it's it doesn't hide the fact that this is uh basing itself off of DC and the Justice League. Oh like yes. one the, for one. Yeah, one for one. Like even to the point where like the the original Justice League matches all the individual characters. Yes. There's like like the Flash is the red stripe or something yeah, like that. And there's and a Wonder Woman that's an Amazonian warrior and there's uh, Nightwing is Night Batman w- or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was all it's all it's all one for one. And it's funny you bring up the comparison of the boys. I like when is when this wrapped up, and we'll get to a spoiler alert in a second because I want to get yeah, to yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, the yeah. end of the show. But uh, in the first season, at least, because it was signed on for a second and third season. So go back and watch it if you haven't heard if you haven't watched it yet. But uh, is that I really like Invincible much more than the boys now at this point. And and same I, with me. Same and with it's me. So bad that they compete in my head because they're both you know have merit and yeah. you know are interesting. But this one is not like drinking its own juice too much. Yes. And whereas the boys is like almost to the camera, like huh. Huh? Well, especially to the point where uh, I can't remember his name who plays Homelander, but he just said he's like, he's Anthony like, Stark. yeah, yeah. He, and he's like, you think the second season was gory. The third season is so much gorier. And I'm like, it's, that's like when, when Dark Souls comes out and they're like, this one's even harder. And I'm like, I don't think you guys understand like what makes the, this good. Uh, it's yeah. the gore is, is fine as a compliment to the rest of yes. it. But as soon as you lose perspective of what makes your show good and you think it's the, the uh, just the the popcorn nature of of a lot of gore, right? Like, I don't think so. Or uh, paranormal activity. It's like even more pop out scares. Yes, I'm like, yes. Yeah, but at the expense of the story. Don't do that. Every forty five seconds, yes. pop out scares. Yeah. Here we go. Um, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, we can kind of get into episode eight here a little bit and kind of maybe our thoughts on the whole season. Sure, sure. We can just kind of so skip ahead five minutes. We're only going to take five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, but yeah. when they got to the gore of the eighth eighth episode, which is by far the most, because now we know Omni Man is uh, purpose is to destroy the Earth or to kind of enslave humanity or turn them towards you know. Uh, uh, the uh, believing in vermite or whatever it's named. Yeah. Ventramite. V- v- Ventramite. Ven- yeah. 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 Something like that. So it's something like that. And so when he shows how meaningless a human life is to, uh, to his son by killing as many people as possible, but using him to kill, to kill them, them yeah. and going, look, it doesn't matter. And, uh, and it only strengthens his appeal of going, no, it does matter. You, I can't believe you've done this. And the subway scene is the part that makes me think about that. Cause the number of times I watch that and going, Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. I know. And I'm like almost looking away, even though it's a cartoon. I'm like, Oh God, it's well, just it's so gross. The, the creativity, <laughs> like Robert Kirkman, go see a psychologist yes. or don't because I love what you do, but like yeah. when you, you retire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you finish creating, but how do you think of the idea of using a superhero's body Basically, I, I mean, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you've seen it. If not, and and you don't mind it getting spoiled, we gave you the warning. But uh, they're floating in front of a, like in a subway station. In order for Omni-Man to get 
Invincible, his yeah. son, to join him in the efforts to essentially enslave the Earth and prepare them for the takeover of, of their home planet. Uh, he's trying to say human lives are meaningless, and he includes his own wife in that. Yes, calls and, her a pet. Yes, so Oof. he starts to to destroy lives using Invincible by like like tossing him through buildings and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And the it culminates in the subway scene when he holds him in front of a subway that's coming towards him. And because Invincible is Invincible, the subway starts to split in two around him and all yeah. of the human lives inside are getting torn apart when they come into contact yeah. with Invincible and it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And uh, and just so creative in its sadism that I'm like, where do you think of something like that? Well, you know, it's funny, the, creati- the creativity, like in maybe not uh, a dark way, but the part that has always fascinated me about the show is that when they create new superheroes and their names, just feels like the most fun week you'd have in a writer's yes. room. Where like duplicate... Oh, such a cool art, idea art. such a cool adam idea. and eve oh adam eve adam, adam eve, eve. Love, love there's so many of them that i'm like god that's fucking fun yeah that's I know, amazing I know. um so like i just I, you know as the show ended i was kind of like oh wow this is interesting and he flies off and i'm like hmm okay whatever thank god they're signing up for second season two and three um i I was thinking, man, where do they leave us? And they have this nice little montage at the end of like, look at all these characters we introduce you to that have, you know, unfinished stories that will give you something interesting in yes. season two and three, even if we don't see Omni-Man again for a while. True. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, what happened to Lion with the Hammer? And then yeah. you're like, oh, Lion with the Hammer's back. Or, yeah. oh, the mob boss. Oh, I forgot about him. Right. Or, the, you know, the moon base with the aliens. Yes. Or the, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, there's a lot going on that's kind of fun. And I like that we're getting rid of like the... Um, Spider-Man-esque, oh, I don't want people to know my identity and right, my life's right, so tough and stuff right. like that. I just, I, I do love almost every aspect of the show. I think it's really cool, nice little, um, you know, uh, breath of fresh air for a very crowded market in superheroes. Very much so. The only issue is now, now do a season two. Now it gets hard. You could be fresh. You could be interesting. Yeah. Now to, to subvert that again, hard. Because I don't love the way that they ended this season. It, no. it was so, it wasn't even a cliffhanger. It didn't answer really any. It, like it just. This to me was like the end of the first episode. Yeah. Like, like it's like, hey, this is a. This sets up what we're gonna do this season, and it's like it. I'm sitting there like, okay, Omni Man's gone. There's a bunch of different stories. Nothing was wrapped up. You just lost a fight, and I'm like, what was the thing that they left us with? Apart from saying there's more to tell, they didn't really give us anything. No, and like, based on what did this happen? I thought, I thought the to be honest, the the worst part, the laziest part, was the the flashback to him as a as a kid playing baseball. I'm oh, like, I know. But they haven't done that all season. Why would they show a flashback all of a sudden in the most opportune time? That just felt like lazy storytelling. Yeah. Instead of piping in why Omni Man would care that it's his son. Yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, I just, I that part I'm like, I don't get it. And so he flew off and I'm like, yeah, maybe it's best we don't have him for a bit. True. Uh, and just tell the story of all these other many characters you've displayed. So I'd say that like, much like WandaVision and Captain Winter Soldier, uh, Captain America, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Ooh, yeah, just, yeah. I just said it, um, is, um, is that their last episodes were by far my least favorite episodes of those seasons. Yeah, I agree. I just thought they had real trouble wrapping everything up into a tight bow. And then I thought Invincible, like halfway through the show, I'm like, huh, Invincible doesn't have that problem. And then he floats away and I'm like, oh, maybe they do have this maybe problem. Maybe they do have that yeah, problem. Maybe exactly. it's really hard to write a finale. <laughs> it seems like it would be, yeah. Like they definitely wrote this with the intention of uh, the announcement of two se- it being renewed for two Thank seasons God. to come soon, just before this, basically. Because mm-hmm. that without that, I'd be like, oh, fuck that. That's yeah. kind of dumb. But 
I loved the ride up to it, yeah. and I, I, I've said this before on the podcast, I think it is my favorite show on TV right now. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, we're going to yeah. have to wait. You know, animation hopefully is the one thing that's not affected dramatically by COVID because people can work from their homes and do True. stuff. So True. hopefully this comes back again and, and does it because it's so interesting. And talk about an A-list cast. Holy shit. Every, oh. Everyone's in this. I got a question. The CIA guy or like the head of that, is that Billy Bob Thornton? So it's funny you say that. No, because he's the only voice I don't like, and I actually really love Walton Goggins as an actor. But Walton Goggins, I just don't buy it for one second that Cecil, the head of the whatever department he is, uh, is an old man. He's like 70 years old, and he's played by Walton Goggins, who has too young of a voice, and I don't like it. That that I agree with. Yeah. I agree. But there's something about, because he has the ability to like flash place to place, and I'm like, was that artificial aging or something like a mm. result? Like, Because he still has a little bit of power, but I actually really love his character. I agree that his voice doesn't match as much, but it seemed like in this last episode... It was a different voice. It so, sounded like Billy Bob Thornton. Well, there's I some some could argue a Walton Goggins is a young Billy Bob Thornton, but <laughs> uh, is I agree with you, and I think his best episode was the final because he had to act. He had to go. I'm so sorry. We did this. Yeah, I it happened under my nose, and yeah. people died because of me. I thought that was good because you actually needed him to act, and he's yeah. a very good actor. So I agree. Um, so there you go, Invincible. We have we could do a whole episode on this. So obviously hit us up at Retrograde Mikey at Retrograde Andy if you have thoughts on Invincible because we could talk forever about this show. Yeah, yeah. I and I I can't wait for the next season. That, that's oh, it. Yeah. And uh, surprisingly, you know, I could wait for the launch oh. of new Pokemon Snap. Oh. Uh, and here we are. It came out last <laughs> Friday. I haven't played it yet. We're recording uh, bright and early on a Saturday morning. Yes. We will get to that. But uh, until then, we've got the original Pokemon Snap <sighs> to go Pokemon back and Snap. play. From 1999, developed by HAL Laboratory, obviously. Uh, it is described, and this is kind of baffling to me, as a first-person simulation game. What are you simulating? Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> <What>? Photography? Usually, <laughs> usually the word simulation is reserved for like like football manager yes, or like, like yes. something very hyper-realistic. This yeah. is not the type of thing I expect to be a simulation. Simulation also is like something that has no um, direct contact with me. Like it, sure. it happens and it, it simulates and then I go, oh, interesting, okay. Let's right, see how right, the right, right, right. This one, it's like, no, you're actively taking photos even though it's on a rail. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, which is weird. So yeah, that, that's, that's how each level takes place. You're on a rail, you've got a maximum of 60 photos to take. You got to take photos of as many Pokemon as you can. You can throw, I think it's like apples or something. I think it is apples. at the Pokemon to sort of agitate them or get them to move <laughs> or whatever an apple is in the Pokemon world. Uh, Applemon. <laughs> you throw one, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. That's a living being. I'm so everything is a living being these days. Well, do you think? Do you think anyone has ever thrown like a, a Voltorb at a Pokemon, thinking it was a Pokeball? I swear to God, I think that is in the show. Isn't that a thing? Oh, is it? Yeah, I think I. That sounds so familiar. Yeah, or, it could be. Yeah, it, yeah. Like that has got to be. Is that the laziest Pokemon? Voltorb, it's just a Pokeball. Mm, no, there are a lot of other lazy ones. And I know I'm supposed to be yes-anding you, but no, like- I want to hear it if you have an opinion. Uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure there's, isn't there like the the letters? The letters is very oh, lazy. Yeah. The sword and shield sword are very lazy. Shield. There's a sword and a shield. Yeah. That, that's the same shit. Like you pick up a sword and you're like, oh God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. And he's like, do it again. I'm like, no, no, I don't know where I touched you and I don't like it. <laughs> God damn it. I think I think the creepiest Pokemon, uh, the sneakiest one, speaking of wet, is Dildo. <laughs> Dildo? Dildo. What the hell's a Dildo? Well, they they hide, it's like Ditto, but they hide themselves as Dildos. Oh, and, my and God. And when you use them, you just hear like a muffled like, you're like, what is in there? <laughs> it's alive. They take the spot of your, of your inorganic one. Oh, okay. And then they just... 
They get up all in your guts. Oh, my God. Yeah. Up in your guts. In your guts. <laughs> the most romantic <laughs> term of all time. Yeah. Uh, I, I, okay, so the only, okay, so I don't remember much about the first time we did this. Okay. Because uh, it was pretty early on in the show. I think it was like like our sixth episode or something oh my like God. that. So yeah. I'm really glad we're doing this again. Yeah. Because, uh, and just just for uh, just any D-pads out there, uh, it probably doesn't exist on the internet. You can't go listen to our sixth episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's just too bad. If you go back and find it, you will know why we're redoing it. <laughs> our first few episodes were a little bit rough. Uh, we had a different hardware setup. We were so low key. Yeah, we were very much Thor's brother. Yeah, we, we were very. We were afraid to put ourselves out there. Yeah, and now Mike is talking about getting in your guts and washing yep. his butthole, yeah. and you know, uh, I'm still a prude. But uh, <laughs> no, but one of the things I remember very much about that episode was that it was one of our first disagreements because I. This is my slanted opinion on the, uh-huh. on the case, but like Mike couldn't get over the the emotional attachment he had with the show right the, the game the game excuse me and i couldn't get past the fact that you don't really do much in this game um other than uh, the argument we've made many times since is if you take pokemon on this game and it's just animals yes, yes. i think this becomes a barbie game or something I, like that I, I think this is the game that you get in a cereal box if it doesn't have there pokemon in it yeah. it's very bare bones but how easy or difficult is it to detach the source material from the game itself? It's a good question. In my opinion, because it's Pokemon <laughs> Snap. My thesis. I'm like, my <laughs> thesis. Pokemon Snap. And it's baked in genius. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. <laughs> my dissertation. Yeah. My PhD. I, I loaded that onto my Pokedex and I, I gave it over to the professors. <laughs> um, the uh, Because this is so clearly a branded game, the game is living in the world of Pokemon and experiencing them in their natural habitat. Right. Which, that's why it's a simulation. Because this is a real Pokemon (laughs) doing real Pokemon shit. It would be cool if you saw, like, two Butterfreeze fucking. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Don't you agree? (laughs) Yeah, I 100% agree. I think... What would would be your favorite part about that happening? That I was there to, to document it? Yeah, and, like, how long would you stick around... As long as I, it was needed, probably. I mean, they go for a long time. Do they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I, well. I'm not done. Okay. Asking the questions. Uh, would you, how close would you get? To them? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm in a little ball, right? I'm in a. Yeah, but in yeah. this case, they landed on your arm. <laughs> they landed on my arm? Yeah. How close can I get? Well, I'm not, I, I probably would extend the arm as far out as possible. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't then- bring it in closer? Yeah. <laughs> Get a closer look. Hey guys, you you, you guys swing or uh, what's what's up? What's the deal? You guys married or love? Free, free. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, oh, I don't have to pay for it. Great. I think about like two lapras in silhouette with a sunset, and you can see one mounting the other. (laughs) That would be like, wow, that's beautiful. It kind of would be. In the distance, you're like, nice, nice, nice. nice. Good job, guys. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I just that was the big attachment that I remember from that episode. Is yes, as talking about that, and and to be honest, that conversation has carried into many different games of saying, if this wasn't this thing, would this be any good? We've used that as a comparison moving forward. Like I even even back when we were talking about the the uh, uh, Pepsi Man game or yes. like like the food based games. It's yeah. like, or Sneak King, for example. King. It's like the game itself sucks, but it's funny to play as the king. Right, <laughs> that was the one redeeming quality. If you remove that from the game, it is a zero out of four. <laughs> but how much can you do that? How much does the source material have an effect on the overall game? And that's difficult because that plays into your subjective understanding right. 
differently to every single person. And the way that we ended up coming to it is I thought that the, uh, because the intention was to just show you the life of Pokemon, living the lives of Pokemon, that it was, living the life. it was fair to include the feeling of nostalgia that the game gave me in my final review. And you were a little bit more hesitant to allow it that to sway you. Yeah. And I think, I think you bring up a good point in saying that, how can you remove it from this game? True. You know, it literally, it's like saying, well, at Pokemon stadium, if you take Pokemon out of it you're like, well, then it's not a game. I don't get, you know, I get that that's true though. If I mean, say it's just animals you've never heard of. Right. But that's like, at least in this, it's like, you are a nature photographer and right. you need to, you need to go on safari or something sure, like sure. that and take photos of safari animals. Okay. Now that sounds like, first of all, a bad game, but second yeah. of all, a game that might exist. Yes. I don't know. True. True. You know, like Nat Geo with their subscriptions give out a, a, a disc yes. with that yeah. for your kids. I as, as well as uh, three hours free on AOL. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because who knows? You might have mail. You might. And, and, uh, <laughs> That's 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 the uh, the new tone that goes off every ten minutes. You've you, got mail. You might have mail. <laughs> Check. You might have mail. Uh, excuse me. I don't know for sure, but <laughs> and you open up like no mail. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Just I just want to make sure. Just yeah. want to make sure. I was nervous. Um, <laughs> I missed you. <laughs> so, uh, so I think it's really important that that is something we think about when we go back to play this game because it is so simple. Yes. Like it's you you're it's like a banker on a Friday night. You're on rails. And uh <laughs> and you can't you can't deviate. You know, you could throw an apple. Yeah. You can wait. Hopefully like you can you have a 360 view, so sometimes it's not even what's ahead of you, it's what's behind you or something right. like that. But there's so little variance in this game. Right. You know what I mean? Um so that that's the part that maybe it's hard for me to get over. I don't yes, know. and I I was I was worried before uh, the first time when we went to go play this that right. th that the interaction was not going to age well because it was so simple. And I was surprised that I did enjoy it. I remember that. I don't remember the exact score that I gave it in the modern day, but I do remember liking it, surprisingly, yeah. enjoying I'm, it. I'm glad you brought that up because we're obviously, we did not go back to look at our scores. We right. are not going to go back to look at our scores until we've given our scores for this time around. Right, exactly. And then we'll see how they compare. So Andrew, what was your experience playing this game back when it first came out? Uh, I Well, I, it was at the height of Pokemania uh -huh. and uh, they were putting out any piece of shit that had Pokemon attached to yes. it. And I'm not saying this is a piece of shit, but like anything would have Pokemon on it, people were like, I need to buy this yeah. thing. And I was so, one of those people, for sure. Shoes, yeah. uh, you know, like all apparel stuff. And then video games, you know, to Pokemon itself is a hard game to make. Right. It takes a long time to build those and come up with new ones. <laughs> like a guy looking around his office like, what if uh, a light was yeah. a Pokemon? <laughs> That's pretty good. What if a door handle was a... Okay, Dan, I got it. Um, that takes a long time. So they were putting like variants and probably putting um, wraps of Pokemon on different what games. What if your mom was a Pokemon? <laughs> and that's how Jinx was made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dugong was made that way too. Um, so so I I get that why... Snorlax was your mom. Oh, fuck off, man. She loves the flute. <laughs> Um, oh shit. Pound is an important word, uh, <laughs> attack by Snorlax now that you're put in that situation. Uh, so it's a height of Pokemania. Of course I bought this game. Of course I played Stadium and all right. the other like variations on the, the original game. But this one at least felt different. You didn't have Pokemon attacking each other. Right. And this one was more like Pokemon in their natural. I can't believe I'm saying these words a lot. <laughs> natural habitat of like, oh, they're just eating the flora and fauna of the, yeah. of the island. And, uh, and the I, living uh, victory bell, yeah, oh, no. like, <laughs> just half eaten victory bells all Voltorbs over the place. rolling around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, I, oh yeah, they're eating each other. Yeah. That's so strange. Um, but I did play it. I played the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I played it several times sure. to try and get as, as good as I could about this. Did you hundred percent this game? 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. It I, wasn't that hard to do. I was going to say, I, I feel like this is like a, a 20 hour game. Yeah, I Less than that. Yeah. Honestly, okay. less than that. So I definitely played it. I played the most of it and, and I enjoyed it, but I think I was also slightly getting old enough where I'm like, huh? Okay. But okay. You sure. know, kind of like, sure. you know, already almost having a little bit of hesitation, but I was so crazy about the topic. It didn't matter. Right. And that, that was kind of I like similar to me with the exception that I didn't have that hesitation. Okay. I was in with both feet. Okay. I remember this game was hard to get your hands on. Like back in the day of rentals. Yeah. The stores would have 30 of these games yeah. to rent out. Cause this game, it turns out was a much better rental than it was to buy it. But I remember, uh, I told my mom the day before, I'm like, we have to get to the game store early. Cause we couldn't do reservations. And I was standing by the garage door just like, like seething to myself. And then my mom was like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, we got to go get the game because yeah. I couldn't drive myself. I was a little baby boy. Yeah. Um, and I, I got it. I played it, played the shit out of it. This is before the days of like the internet where you could easily find out what to do online, but I 100%ed yeah. it on my own. Nice. Uh, and, and I loved every second of it. This game had such an impact on me that for the rest of my life, up until, you know, for at least the next few years, I believed I was going to be an environmental photographer. Well, there you go. I thought that I was going to just walk around nature, yep. taking pictures of birds and stuff. Yep. Didn't even own a camera. No, but I thought, need to. wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> the two things that I thought, three things that I thought I was going to be as a kid. One was an archaeologist. I feel like that's understandable. Yeah. Everyone wanted to be an archaeologist. Yeah, you came of the age of Jurassic Park as well. Too, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The second was uh, the next most logical choice, a stockbroker. Oh, yeah. Uh, because no. I, well, oh, yeah. We've talked about this. I forgot about that. Because I watched the movie Boiler Room. <laughs> and what I got out of that was, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be fun to do. Boiler room. You guys get to hang out with Vin Diesel and ruin people's lives. Amazing. Man, this movie. I think the thing that we need to take away from this is this lifestyle is both healthy and uh, prosperous. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's like, yeah, 100%. Wearing a little shirt and tie, dressed like IRS. Yeah. Um, Irish Ursh. Yeah. Irishster. Irin Ursheister. Irin Ursheister. Yeah. Shyster has to be the last one. Yeah. Vaguely. Yeah, Not vaguely dead. racist. Yeah, um, no. So, so, so I, uh, I, I loved every second of it, and I think about this game all the time. Well, what's your third? Uh, no, the third archaeologist, oh, oh, stockbroker, and, and environmental photographer. Oh, of course. Naturally. And uh, and I just I couldn't I couldn't imagine a life not having played this because it's been part of my lexicon, my my gaming lexicon yeah. since then. Um, and I, I think it's also worth saying that that we were not the only ones to enjoy it. It sold over a million and a half copies in its first year. But I want to ask you this. What do you think this game would have been rated by critics at the time? By an adult, I, yeah. <laughs> I think this would have not done as well in our mind. We, we talk about this all the time with movies, especially, is like, uh, you know, like movies that were important to us. Like I was, I was having these exact same conversation about Hook. So we came up, Hook was like 1995, 1996, something like that. And when, so we were young kids when we saw it. Right. And we're like, hey, that, that movie's the best slaps. movie ever made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's fucking amazing. Yeah. And every adult was like, oh, Steven Spielberg is in a movie with Robin Williams, Julia Roberts, Dustin Hoffman, Bob Hoskins. Sure. Oh, this could be great. Yeah. And then they're like, hmm, just didn't land it. And, and now you tell people that they grew up in that. They're like, what are you on your fucking mind? Hook is a masterpiece. <laughs> and you just, you have these, you know, rose colored glasses that you put on. And I think an adult would have not liked this game. I think this would have given like a 72%, 75. So it averaged a 77 on Metacritic. Ooh, okay. EGM gave it an 83 game pro four out of five game spot, eight out of 10. But you can see Whoa. that with those higher scores, yeah. there must've been an equal number towards the lower end of 70 that just thought, you know, a good 
interesting peek into the world of Pokemon, but this is back when N64 games were $80 or something like that. Like an expensive game for a 12 hour experience to 100% it and not even get a platinum trophy. Oh, Um, (laughs) this, this, so interestingly, this game started off as something called Jack and the Beanstalk. Okay. It was not a Pokemon game. Yeah. That, that part doesn't shock me. Yeah. The shocking part is, is Jack, Jack and, and the, the Beanstalk, Beanstalk was and a video game. The funniest thing is like no one really knows what that even means. A lot of the development team was involved in like Earthbound and and okay. the Mother series. Yeah, um, and that was that was about it. It turned into this eventually, and the creators had come out and talked about you know what that meant. But no one's a hundred percent clear on what Jack and the Beanstalk could have been. But they actually have references to that in the Pokemon Snap video oh, game, man. which we can keep an eye out for. Yeah, they had some interesting things as well. Like you could take your cartridge to a blockbuster and have them print out the photos that you took. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Which is, that is phenomenal. Hilarious. Yeah. Also, it's so funny that that's like an idea that now is so tactile that we're like, wow, that's cool. But even, even while I say it, I go, it's kind of dumb. But it's, it's <laughs> kind of cool. But it's kind of dumb. I know. Do you I imagine know. making minimum wage and working a Blockbuster and a child's like, here, print these. And For you're like- For $42.99. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck. Okay, fine. <laughs> Here, here you go. This this one's this was not even anything. Okay, whatever. Yeah. It's Snorlax's butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He washed it with a tushy. Um, the, yeah, brand of content. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The one last thing I want to say about this is it was originally going to be released on an expansion to the N64 called the 64DD. Have you heard of the 64DD? I've never heard of this. What it is was, this? It, so it's something that was very short-lived. Very short-lived. It sold a uh, global total of 15,000 units. It only ended up being released in Japan, but it was a... a essentially a base to the N64 that had a magnetic disc drive on it. Oh. Uh, you would you would put the N64... It was as big, if not bigger, than the N64. Gave it some extra memory. Had a modem in it. Whoa! So you were able to play online. But it just... any. I think the technology was just so... It's too much ahead of its time at the yeah. point to the point where they couldn't make it make sense. But this game was going to be an online connected game. It allowed you to save games to the console itself, which was wow. relatively new for the time. Because if you recall on cartridges, yeah. you'd be saving onto the cartridge itself. Yeah. So that was changing. It, it didn't obviously end up getting released for the 64DD. And the 64DD now exists as like a, a, a figure of lore, like the Virtual Boy or something yeah, like that. Something yeah. that just never ended up making it. 64DD's nuts. Oh, Andrew. No, I, I'm not proud of myself You either. like DD? He's nuts like Dexter's <laughs> sister from Dexter's Lab. I never saw Dexter's Lab. You never saw Dexter's no. Lab? Omelette du fromage? Do I like cheese? What is that? Omelette du fromage. Oh, a, an omelette with cheese. Yeah. Huh. No, I know. That's, uh, that that's a line where anyone who watches Dexter's Lab knows exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. It's just this very famous line from Dexter's Lab. <laughs> he tr- he's trying to learn French, so he falls asleep listening to like a, a tape. Oh, so many shows did that. What is that all about? Like, stop smoking, they yeah, just put yeah, a thing yeah. in. They thought like eating. hypnosis or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and and his tape starts skipping on Omelette du Fromage. <laughs> so it's kind of like <laughs> the funny. Simpsons episode where I didn't do it becomes super famous. Yes. He becomes super famous for saying Omelette du Fromage for some reason. Okay. So you should go back and watch that. I, Mushroom Club episode. Mushroom we'll Club. That. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, watches, Andrew watches Dexter's Laboratory. Exactly. Now, uh, I think it's about time. Are you ready to get into our reviews of, these, of this Let's game? Let's do it. So, for those of you who are new or may have just forgotten, Andrew and I each give these games two specific rankings. The first ranking out of four bits is mm. our review based on what the game meant to us growing up. As though we're reviewing it back when it first came out, then we take a bit of a break to re- revisit the game and give it its second ranking, also out of four bits, which represents how the game holds up in the modern day. That said, every game will receive an ultimate score out of a possible 16 bits, with eight of those bits coming from Andrew, four What's for up? the retro score, four for the current score and eight for myself same breakdown yeah andrew fight me <laughs> mm. what what's up will you give to me 
a treat in the form of a rare candy <laughs> by reviewing this game. Yeah, that's got to be a weird translation. Rare candy. Yeah, that feels not right. I, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a rare candy. Yeah. Ooh, candy's not valued for its rarity. <laughs> but if the reason why this is rare is because it levels up a Pokemon. Yeah. Did unless you, on the original Pokemon games, because we've never done Pokemon Red and Blue. We've talked about ways we can do it. That will happen eventually. That will happen eventually. Actually, I we fucking should. With, yeah. Yes. Okay, we'll yeah. talk about that. But did you use the cheat to get yourself more rare candies? Absolutely not. Oh, you didn't? No, I'm an ethical child. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't look at my Tauros in the eye yeah. if I had been feeding it rare candy as like a juiced up Jose Canseco Tauros. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't deal with that. Tauros, by the way, the last Pokemon I caught out of the original 150 before oh, I caught all of them. congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's about time you said that. We should talk about a dream lineup one time. Oh my like, God. Well, maybe maybe we'll get there on uh, on on our uh, our our. our oh, I can't wait to ruin my life. Our Pokemon, <laughs> our Pokemon. Oh boy, it's gotten branding already. Okay, so um, out of four bits, Pokemon Snap. I, the, so all my issues aside, everything that I've like showed hesitation about, because yeah. I'm not even talking about like how bad it is. My hesitation aside. I loved this game. Of course I, you I, did. It was Pokemania. Of course you did. So, but here's the issue. I can't give it four because four goes to the original Pokemon and the original Pokemon can't be on the same level as Pokemon Snap. That's insane. So, no, for me, for me, Mikey's giving me faces. <sighs> I hate you. I'm just making a very good argument. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a lawyer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw so, I saw a few good men and thought that Jack Nicholson guy. <laughs> I can't wait to lie on the stand as well. So what the district attorney is saying over here is if he compares Pokemon Snap with four bits and to the original Pokemon with four bits, they're the same game. Interesting. I'll just leave that with you. I walk back there, fill a jug of water. water. Okay. Um, yeah. So in my mind, they can't be the same because Pokemon and Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap is definitely a light version of Pokemon. It's a diet oh, version. Yeah. So very different version. I, I'm not stepping all the way down though. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I fucking love Pokemon Snap. It's, it's still a very good score. Uh, I I I kind of see what you're saying where you can't give it a four, but I don't think yeah. that these are <laughs> kind of kind of because but, it's truth. But <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't think these are comparable enough. Like for for me, to, if if I'm reviewing Pokemon Yellow or Emerald or something, okay. That might be a three and a half because the original is a four, but these are two two very different games. So I don't feel bad because yes, the original is a four, a hundred percent, hundred percent. This one's a four for me as well. Wow! I, how can I not give a game that I one hundred percented and think about to this day often and have and hold with such high esteem? So hold in such high esteem. How can I not give it a four? I loved it. I make fun of the simplicity of it, but simplicity at that age to just bring me into the world that I right. fucking loved. I used to walk around in Legend of Zelda Wind Waker in Windfall Island, just that small area, just walking around looking at things. And that was a fun time for me. You put me <laughs> in the world that I loved in 3D, yeah. back when 3D was still kind of novel. Right. Ate it all up. So wow. I'm giving this one a four. So this obviously Mikey thinks Pokemon Original and Pokemon Snap are the same. They're the same, literally the same <laughs> video game. <laughs> All right, so there you go. A four and a three and a half for a seven and a half out of eight. Excuse me. Doesn't get much higher than that. Uh, I could, though. It. Oh, my God. It might. Okay, let's go back and play this no, game. No, I mean, it could if you gave this a four. But it's not a four. Original Pokemon's a four. <laughs> Do I need to go back to my little uh, grandstanding before? <laughs> uh, gentlemen and ma'ams of the jury, may I talk to you for a second? You're figuring out your accent on the fly here. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I think it's. Uh, solid. <laughs> I think it's foolproof. Are you, are you going for like a southern, southern I'm going bow? from the large chicken from Looney Tunes. <laughs> no, that's big boy Mike. And you're a little dinky handy. 
I say, I say. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Come on. I hope we see that big chicken in Pokemon Snap. That'd be great. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, before we go, though, we want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors <laughs> of the podcast. Uh, ANC Games, our partners over uh, a locally run shop in Toronto. Yeah. You can also find them online at AC Games Online. If you're in Toronto and you're in the area and you want to stop by a great locally run video game store. Yeah. With Board games, video games, used games, all that sort of stuff. Apparel, you can find them. accoutrement. Where are they located, Andrew? Uh, I think they're at a little place uh, near Spadina Dundas called 452 Spadina Avenue. Oh, there we go. That's great. So thank you once again for lending us the game so that we don't have to resort to ROMs and emulators. <laughs> uh, and we will see you guys on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> The box art's really interesting. What are the Pokemon we most want to feature about this game? Oh, you have Charmander. You yep. have Bulbasaur. You have yep. Pikachu. Oh, that makes total sense. Eevee. Then you got like Poliwhirl. Yeah. And uh, what's the guy in the left called? The electric guy? Oh, Electabuzz. Electabuzz. He's in there. What the hell's that? Electabuzz. <laughs> Electabuzz is obviously my drag race name. <laughs> Here we go. Oh my God. Sterling graphics. Just honestly crystal. not bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, uh, you tried Mew. to take a picture of Mew. But you missed, Todd. Todd, you need to get better, Todd. And and so begins our journey. <laughs> With a miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Write your name here. What's a DKMN photographer card? What does that mean? Is that the island we're no, on? No, PKMN. Well, that's a P? Oh. Pokemon. It was too cheap to buy the vowels. <laughs> hey, hey. Yo. So what do we want to name ourselves here? Gary. <laughs> Gary. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Gary, female sign. <laughs> I always the, the opportunity to put male or female symbols at the end always kind of blew my mind. Yeah, I mean, is that progressive? I also, I never remember which one's male and which one's female. Is I the plus believe the, the plus, plus is, is female? Is plus is female? Well, because I thought the arrow was male because it's like stick it in a penis. Yeah, we'll do both just in case. Okay, we'll do both. Yeah, it does both. It does both. And I'm also going to so put an E with an accent goo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they know that we know Pokemon. <laughs> Although, looks, if you're listening and you're not from Canada, you probably don't know that that's called an accent aigu. Or you speak French. Or you're from France. Or one of the many countries that speak well, French. Well, France copies Quebec. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you think that's true, go try and speak Quebecois over in France. That's and they true. will destroy you with a baguette. Go try to speak Quebecois in Quebec. And yeah. if you're not fluent and born with it, they still won't talk to you. <laughs> All right. So, Professor Oak is here looking tremendously menacing. And uh, he is, of course, meeting Gary, uh, female male, exante goo. <laughs> and uh, the reason I invite you to hear is because of this PKMN report. Why wouldn't they just write out Pokemon? I have no idea. They think it's cool, probably. Pictures of Pokemon for the Pokemon report here on Pokemon Island. Wild Pokemon can be found. They're really using the word Pokemon. Are they trying to enhance their search engine optimization yeah. on this? They're, like, get, they're getting on? paid by the Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. So I we're going go to go, go to course. Oh, we're doing little dances. Everyone's dancing. This is great. Yeah, including the professor. Yeah, the professor. Bye-bye. Well, I'm going to shoot you how to do it. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. You're on your own. Oh, you're not going to like this. You know why? Oh, it's, it's pilot it's controls? Pilot controls. So the thing is, your car doesn't stop moving. You can't control the car. It moves at a certain pace, and it's your job to find when the right time to take certain pictures is. Right. You have, a, you have only a certain number of shots. 60. So, 60, 60 per, shots, per level. And you're interacting with one. So like... Mikey saw, oh, a Lapras just popped out of the water about a couple hundred feet away, but he also has some Butterfree right in front of him. Which one does he do? You know? So nice. the other one about this game is you're trying to get them doing something. You could take a picture of them just doing nothing. That's totally fine. 
but if you get them doing their special powers or them reacting, right. you or, get you get a better rating. Oh, exactly. Or looking right into the camera or, you know, whatever it is. So there is a, a grading quality to this as well. Right. So now we just saw a Meowth uh, chasing a, a Pidgey. Pidgey, a oh, Pidgey, Pidgey yeah. and, uh, and took a picture of that. And that'll give us a higher rating most because likely. Because you have multiple, multiple Pokemon in the right. same picture. Right. And the, they're interacting with each other. What's more complicated, Mikey? The grading scheme on the retrograde or on Pokemon Snap? <laughs> We're about to find out. Yeah. Pilot you controls. Know what? I got to be honest with you, Andrew. I'm getting worse at pilot controls. Well, I wonder why. I don't know why. Because you haven't flown a plane in a while. And by how good you are at it, you probably shouldn't fly a plane. <laughs> You'd probably sully this thing. Sully? Yeah. Don't sully his good name. So oh, we got a Kangaskhan. One of the strangest named Pokemon, I think. And that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the uh, the small furry Pokemon called the uh, Adolfo? <laughs> It was either Hitmonchan or Hitler. Hit and they were like, <laughs> which Hit, one do you want to choose? Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, and Hitmonlur. <laughs> so I just made it through the first level. Takes you all the way back. Um, I'm going to say this. I fucking owned it. Hello there. Hello there. Oh, yeah. We talked. To, I do remember talking about this last time where they got him only to say that. That feels Odd. Okay. All right. So Andrew's taken to the beach now. Let's see what happens. So Andrew's taking some pictures. Of, oh, some good pictures of Pidgey. Thanks, guys. Try to take a lot of pictures of Pokemon, it's saying. Oh, is that what this game is about? I also remember there's a way to get Pikachu onto this. the surfboard. Oh, right. There's a Krabby because of the, the rocks. That's so weird. <laughs> that is so weird. So what Andrew just did is he waited for the angle of rocks to uh, take the form of a Krabby, I think his name is. Oh, yeah. there's a Lapras way out there. There's one thing that I find weird about this as well. There's the Meowth up there that um, the difficulty comes with the fact that the N64 controller doesn't control very well. No. If this were with mouse and keyboard, it would be the easiest fucking game in the world. It'd be silly. Andrew's just, just spamming the photos right now. Well, I got a ton of them. I'm not going to be able to use all of them, right? There's but a lot of opportunities to get pictures of a lot of different Pokemon. Yeah, nailed it. And a lot of it comes down to making sure you get the best picture at the right time in the right place of these Pokemon. So, like, there are a bunch of Meowths in this, but, like, which Meowth one do you want to use to show to Professor Oak? It's going to yes. be, like, the best version of that picture that comes up. Very close up Lapras. Andrew gets a great picture of the Lapras, and you'll get rated on the photos as, as you hand them in, and often it's like, well, you're going to get less of a rating on this. Andrew got a picture of, uh, of Pidgey using... Whirlwind? Uh, Whirlwind I on, think so, on yeah. Meowth. Gust or something? I don't know. Augustus Caesar. Augustus Caesar. Obviously, Kangaskhan's best you know him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, the, the joystick controls in this are just oh, atrocious. Atrocious. You almost, you're playing into them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're yeah. not playing accurate. You're playing, like, what you think you should like do. You, you, you frame it where you think they're going to end up showing up. Yes. Which, I guess, as Mikey, you know, as an environmental photographer, that's what you do. That's what you do. You're living yeah. in their world. You try yes. to catch them in action as opposed to forcing them uh, or, or chasing them down. Yes, exactly. Fuck. <laughs> Keep missing. I, like, the N64 joystick is a piece of hot trash. But it was the first joystick in a lot of our lives. Yeah, yeah. And the worst. First is the worst. First is the worst. Second is the best. So that means PlayStation, you're up there, babies. <laughs> Professor Oak, he's a fucking scientist. What makes him the local art critic? <laughs> what the hell's that all about? <laughs> Why in the world does Meowth speak and not, no one of them, none of them all speak? Uh, that's a good question, Andrew. Uh, spoken like a true nerd. <laughs> Suspend your disbelief. Pokemoron. <laughs> Pokemoron. I do like the idea that Oak would look at it and go, oh my God, there's seven Pokemon in this photo. <laughs> oh my God. 
Oh, I need to be alone. Todd, leave. Oh, my God. Oh, Kangaskhan's got a real trunk on her. Oh. <laughs> Look at the caboose on this beast. I'm getting some nice pictures of Pidgey's ass as well. <laughs> this is Pokemon Snatch for me. <laughs> your oh, work your is work impeccable. Is Keep up the good work. Well, he didn't say that about you, did he? No, he didn't. Oh, interesting. What does that Meowth turn into again? Was it Persian, called? I think. Persian? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, that, that one always made me uncomfortable because it's like it went from like a, a wise-talking like New Yorker to like cat. the sexiest cat uncomfortably sexy. <laughs> I didn't like how sexy it was. It made me, as a child, I was like, I do this. Ah, no. Three, two, one. Here you go. Give it. Yeah. Yeah. We are getting good at this game. We're not going to lie. I, I I don't know if two people have ever been better at this I game. don't think anyone in the world has ever played this game the way that we are. Todd's, Todd Snap couldn't carry our fucking camera. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, let it fly. Yeah, yeah, very good. All right. All right, 23 photos left. Good, Michael, in honor of Michael Jordan's death. That's, uh, I made, God, if we what? predicted that. <laughs> if he dies in the next two days, I'm so sorry. I'm kind of hoping that happens. No, well, what? You're so hoping for the death right. of Michael Jordan? Just so we could be right. Uh, he had a good if, send off with the If Michael Jordan dance. dies, you know who to call first. <laughs> the oh, police. this is good. It is funny throwing the apples at people. This one, I, like, I actually do really like this uh, cave level. It seems like there's a lot going on all the time. When you throw an apple at the Voltron. Voltorb, Voltorb, they get mad and explode. As one would. Oh, you would explode if someone threw an apple at you? Oh, I'd explode on them. Oh, there you go. Yeah, nailed it. Ghastly, the scariest Pokemon of all time. Well, with that name. Zubat. Zubat is actually the scariest because yes. they always end up showing up when you have zero health left in a dark cave. It sucks. I hate it. Oh, Andrew just demolished a uh, Pikachu with his apple. <laughs> yeah. That just a Pikachu. rude, just, rude awakening. Rifled that apple at his head. It's weird because these Pokemon in this cave all seem to have like jobs to do. They're yeah, all they like do. really focused on something. Oh, so you just threw an apple at Electabuzz. He shot out some electricity, which turned on a screen. That was really cool. Yeah, that was good. That's, that's the exact kind of thing that I remember about this level. Does this do try something? to get try to get this Voltorb to explode because I think he, he breaks open this pathway with the rock. There oh, we go. There we go. Nailed it. You got a really good picture Fuck. of him. <laughs> now Todd, Mister Snap, is just look how unhappy the Voltron is. Yeah, because you fucking threw an apple at him and made it explode. Yeah, I I don't think they enjoy exploding, even though it kills them. Right? Like, oh, you think they would? Okay, that's it. That's it. Boom. Well, look that tunnel level, a ton of fun, a tunnel of fun. <laughs> oh my god, it was a tunnel of love. Yeah, Andrew. All in all. I guess we can get into it later, but yep. I feel like we were having some fun with that. We'll have to talk about right, it. Let's talk we'll about talk it. Let's about talk about it. it. Okay, okay, we'll see you guys on the other side. And welcome back to the retrograde. Welcome. Welcome. I have a plan for you. <laughs> Take pictures. Oh, it's me and my wife. <laughs> it's local art critic, Professor Rogue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Professor, oh, you went to art school. No. no. Professor in animal sciences. <laughs> I test on animals. Mutate them. <laughs> How many Voltorbs did you make explode today <laughs> in the pursuit of art? <laughs> yes. <laughs> have you ever read Dr. Frankenstein? <laughs> <laughs> the number of animals he's created that have looked at me seriously in the eye and went, Kill me, <laughs> <laughs> like like the uh, the women who are uh, uh, tied up in Duke Nukem. Yes, they say kill me. Kill oh god, that game. Oh god, well, that the original's good. The, we enjoyed that game more than we thought. Way we would. more than we expected to. Yeah. The uh, the Duke Nukem Forever, on the other hand, oh boy, oh boy, indeed. Shake it, baby. <laughs> Shake it, baby. So we played Pokemon Snap. We obviously played the titular Todd Snap. Todd Snap. 
<laughs> Shake it, baby, Todd Snap. Um, Snap it, baby. <laughs> and we went around uh, the beautiful island and took pictures of the beautiful Pokemon. And the tunnels. And the tunnels and the beaches and the rainbow beaches and yes. everything in between. Um, Mikey... You, obviously, you had something in your head from childhood of how much you love this game. Then yep. we played this game a couple of years ago, and yep. that had, like, you know, revisited a little bit. How did this game, you know, affect you today? How What are your feelings from this game today? Well, Andrew, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, of course. Um, and if I may take the stage for a moment here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he pulled out his own mic. I was, uh, I was, yeah, I've got two now. I've got two <laughs> mics going on. Um, I, so here's the, his own mic. Who do you think we're sharing a mic? <laughs> it's like back in the day. Yeah. yeah I just yeah, like yeah, the yeah. idea that it would be like, no, like I'd be on stage as the MC, right? And I'm holding a microphone. Yes. And then you're like, I'm going to come on the stage. I'm like, great. Instead of me handing you the microphone, I have, I have you my pull own. one out of your, your yeah. pocket. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got his own mic. Okay. Or we record the podcast, like two rock and roll singers going back to back. <laughs> I'm on the keyboard yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're on the, what's that thing? What's the, what's the uh, keyboard, but you blow into it. Like what's that little oh, thing? Oh, no one knows. No one knows. I and mean, no there are know. synthesizers. Yes, the devil's instrument. I think you're talking about a kazoo. Oh, I'm talking about the great kazoo. Yeah. yeah. Yes, of My course. favorite magician from the 1940s. <laughs> um, I, I, I think that uh, my biggest fear going into today. Yeah. Cause the first time we did this game, my fear was that the controls would not hold up and I would hate it. And the nostalgia was enough to carry me through right. to a good rating. I remember giving it a good rating. I don't remember what it was. My fear this time was that the nostalgia will have worn off and the controls will still be garbage and the newness won't be there because I'd played it a few years ago. Right. And I just kind of forget what I loved about it. And I got to say, if anything, uh-huh. I've gotten more used to the controls because we've been playing more retro games like similar to when we went to go back and play mortal Kombat, and the first time we played it the controls were so slow and everything yeah. was so stiff that we're like what is this yeah we don't like there were there used to be speed in this game but now it's i know like what a, to expect from an n64 era well, yeah it's like a whiplash yeah you know what i mean where it's, it was so stark but now that we've like you know we have a foot in each uh in each pond of right. like retro games and current current games it doesn't feel so dramatic of right. a difference and if you point. put your foot in each pond at the same time that's okay. when a lapras will emerge and allow you oh. to take a special photograph for professor oak i do like that i do like that they do that where it's like if you take a photo every time of a lapras yes. something else for show up and in this game that is so painfully simple at times yes there is these little like unwritten codes about stuff with games being so handholdy in 2021 they'll tell you exactly what to do if right. you take 30 seconds not right. getting it right this one's like we're not going to tell you on your best day you better figure this out i like that though because it feels like someone dropped me into a sandbox with a bunch of toys yep. and shovels and pails and stuff and they're like just make your own game out yep. of this and i love being in that world and exploring now we talked about this i remember specifically in the original review it would be great to be able to walk around on our own. Oh. But that adds, that's like adding a new dimension to, like literally yeah. like there are yep. 2D games and 3D games. This is more of a 2D game. Yeah. And and being able to walk around would be more like a, a 3D game, even though this is kind of. But it, it, I say that because there are certain moments, specifically when you're on rails, that you have to do one thing or another. Right. And that's what ends up making, you know, a, a Lapras pop-up or something like right. that. Yeah, but yeah. if you could go anywhere at any given time, I don't know how they would do that unless it's like, hey, here's an area and there's something unique that you can do. 
in in this area, you have all the time in the world to figure it out, but right. like go do it. Or maybe even more like Tony Hawk, where it's like you got two minutes in this world. Yeah. Go figure everything out. And I hope that's what the new Pokemon Snap is, because that would be fucking amazing. It's just a different game, though, at that point. Yeah. Because yeah. you would need to program each of these characters to do unique things now on a, a full plane instead right. of a flat right. plane, right? right? If that makes sense. Like, think about it. Like, the roller coaster one is actually probably the most apropos. Uh, description of the way that you move around the level, right? Yes. And just like a roller coaster, they train things to hit you in a certain eye level at sure. certain times. Sure. But if you were able to walk around that level, you would see the backside of you, things. The, the illusion is broken immediately. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So while that is actually way more exciting and way more interesting, it's a lot more of a complicated game, which I can't believe I'm saying. It leaves them open to failure. The, the window for failure is a lot larger. Yeah. But if they get it right, it's amazing mm. or a lot better at least yeah did you have fun playing this though Uh-oh. yes yeah. no i did i did i did. i wanted to give my full second to think about it but i did it's it's very similar to something you said before all my friends are back yes. i get to see all my buddies and there is something so this is so dumb i'm, I'm putting an alert out to, to know i'm saying something very stupid but to see them in their natural habitat <laughs> is so much more it's because you know, a top-down game like the red and blue and yellow that we'd played previously, mm-hmm. you didn't see them exist. Right. You stumbled upon them, yes. and a flash screen would appear and go, you've you've seen this, look at this guy. Right. You never saw them. And now in this case, you go, wow, look, you see the sizing, you see them affecting each other. Of course, Meowth would attack a Pidgey. That's a cat and a bird. That kind of stuff. I love that stuff. And to see them playing together. Yeah. That's really fun, because in, in my mind, Pokemon, essentially, unless they're part of the same like group that you have running around, they fight each other. That's what they yeah. do. Yeah. And to watch a, a Meowth kind of like playfully chasing a Pidgey until the Pidgey turns around and is like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Here's a tornado yeah. that yeah. I can make. I'm summoning a tornado. Hope you're okay. <laughs> and all of a sudden cows start flowing around. And, yeah. and, and uh, That's how Twister was written. That, was, that yeah. is how Twister uh, yeah. was written. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. It, it just gives a, a playfulness yeah. more so than any of the, the Game Boy games to Pokemon. And that's what I wanted. It makes it feel like a world as opposed to um, elements of of building a roster to fight with. Right. They feel less human Ooh. to me in that in that way. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you, and I think it's just such a simple notion. It is a simple game at its heart, but in that way, it's kind of cool. It's interesting because yeah. we don't have games that are so simple like right. that anymore. Right. You know, this would be so different about, I don't even know what they would do to complicate it. And that's why that, going to play the mushroom club is going to be so exciting. I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Now are you now, is that simplicity in your mind, a good thing or a bad thing? Was it, was it, was it mm. like it was, it was simplicity out of necessity back yeah. in the day, but does it hold up at all to you? Well, it's, it's both. And mm. unfortunately it has to be both because it is what makes it unique is its simplicity, but will also probably stop it from being a four in my sure, mind. Sure. You know what I mean? It can't be a hall of fame game because it is so painfully simple, but at the same time, it's simplicity is also what gets it to be pretty memorable. Right. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And make it, infinitely replayable yeah because it is more of a this is more like gone home than mm. pokemon red and blue that's a really it's, good it's kind yeah. of a walking simulator yeah. on rails it which is. is taking away even more control but like a walking simulator is essentially the same thing i'm talking about edith finch i'm talking about firewatch i'm talking about gone home you're supposed to get to certain points and see certain things happen and that's yeah. it you just need to know what to do in those situations to enact that element of the story when you're there 
And in Pokemon Snap, it's the same way, except you don't control where you walk. Your body just walks there for you. You still have to interact with the world in the same yes. way. And you're expected to just see certain things and have them shown to you. And I think in that way, it kind of ages beautifully because there's a renaissance of games like that. And yes. this one did it in 1999. Nine. Yes. So I, you know, and I think like only having the apple that you can throw to interact with uh, the environment, which does... You know, mixed results, let's say, right. like, but it's kind of interesting. And then next time, what is it going to be? A flash photography does something. And, right, uh, right. Like, there's a fire photography. Yeah, there's exactly. a lightning photography. Like, yeah. Don't don't give me forty options. Give me five. Yes. But but in those five, make it unique and interesting. And also, what I like about it is it's logical. You have to think like, well, if I hit it, it'll turn around and look at me. But if it looks at me, I can do this or that. You know. Yes. There are certain aspects where it is logic puzzles, which I kind of appreciate. Yeah. And 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 you know, even like the second level, the tunnel. Yeah, uh, you throw apples at a Voltorb and mm. you're like, oh shit, if I do this, he'll explode. And then there's one standing next to a precarious looking uh, pile of rocks. rocks. Yeah. And you're like, that pile of rocks looks different. Yeah. I wonder what will happen if I throw it and he explodes and it opens up a new exit for that level. Great. Right. It's That's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So I, I think it's, I don't know, it, this is one of the harder games we ever have to rank or give, give a rating to because. It's good for its simplicity, in my mind at least. It's good for its simplicity, but it also can get knocked for its simplicity yes. at the same time. What which what games pros are also their cons? That's a that's a very good point. It's and I think it lives and dies on whether or not the Pokemon brand is mm. enough to carry it. Because if if simplicity is there and it doesn't interfere with gameplay, yeah, and the whole way through you get to live with your pals in right. in yeah. a, a Pokemon yeah. world, then it's good. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, Andrew, are you ready to get our, uh, our reviews oh, going on? Oh, buddy, I am. So you gave it a four, I gave it a three and a half. That's a seven and a half out of eight in our retro scores. And here we go with our current scores. Don't worry, I'll start. Uh, please do, Andrew. Thank you very much for your acknowledgement. Because people want to save the best for last. I don't think that's true. Oh, good comeback. I don't think that's true. People good. eat dessert first. What are you out of your mind? Good, good comeback. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard first is the worst, second is the best? I've never heard that. And second is also the one with the hairy, <laughs> hairy chest. And first is also the best, too. Okay, so <laughs> so moving on. Uh, okay, this th I can't begin to describe you the mental gymnastics I'm going through right now to t what score I should give this. I could go all the way from a three and a half down to a two and any score inside of that would make sense. To and me. I would honestly understand any of those ratings. I really can't like except, except okay. that I know that Pokemon did mean something to you. So I'm like, oh, that yeah. as a brand is hard to go away from, but sorry, I'll stop. No, 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 it's okay. It's I, I, I but I do have some more things oh, to say. Okay. So if you'll, if you'll shut up, Okay. For a second yeah, and listen course, to me. Of course, yeah. Um, Mikey Aaronworth is the greatest gift to, that Andrew has ever received. <laughs> for my birthday, I get a golden statue of Mikey. And you go, don't don't you forget. And it's him staring at me. Yeah, like, yeah. Very and it's so heavy that you can't move it out of your place. <laughs> um, so, like I said, two and three and a half is a range. It's a huge range. I can't imagine many games I would play that would get a range like that. Right. But in the high end, it would be, I get to play with these, my friends that are the characters I don't get to see because this world doesn't exist anymore. Sure. It's now thousands of Pokemon. hundred percent. And so it's a time capsule of a time that was also very reminiscent of a moment of my childhood that I really loved. Yeah. That I can't go back again. Okay. So that's the high end. The low end is this should be a mobile app that uh, has no controls and is just nostalgia baiting. Right. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so between those two things, where do I where do I decide where I land? I'm more likely going to be so, so in the middle is a two and a half or a three, right? Right. And I think I have to give this a two and a half because oh. so 
Oh, I'm sorry. That hurts, Andrew. I'm sorry, that buddy. That I'm hurts. sorry. I just, this is so much fun, but nostalgia is worth two and a half. And this is what I get. Is it, is, but is it so complicated or investing or, or many other things that I'm like, I can't wait to go back and play this game. And even if that's true, you, you sit there for eight hours. You're like, and I played this game. That was good. Thank you very much. And I put it back in the closet and don't think about it until we do this revisit in eight years again. You yeah, know, but those eight and a half hours to me are just a ton of fun. Well, I really can't wait to play. I hope. I hope. I don't know this yet. We so, don't know. So we don't know if there's a version of this game hidden among new Pokemon Snap. Wouldn't that be something? But if there is, because my problem is the one barrier to entry is the controls still are very janky. You can get used to them, but you're still playing on their terms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you, like I said this during the gameplay, if this were mouse and keyboard, it would be the easiest game ever. It would not be fun. Not fun. Yeah. 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 So the challenge comes in bad <laughs> controls and yeah. that's something that I always have an issue with like the original yeah. Metal Gear Solid games where some people were like no keep the controls complicated because yeah. that you know holding like four buttons to shoot a gun like like some people thought you shouldn't get rid of that and it turns out no just make the game better around mm. it. Find challenge and fun in other ways and so this one is held back by it but my original rating was a four. Uh, I'm not going to go that high, and I'm also not going to go to a three and a half in this one because because oh. I do I do agree that there is an element of of. Ugh. Oh, Mikey is in so much pain right now. Guys. I am because now oh, I'm man. I just because I had such a fun time doing that. I did too, and I don't know what else. No, you know what? I'm going with a three and a half. Oh, I'm my going God. with a three and a half because <laughs> I just don't know what else I play to get this exact feeling. There, there are very few games like it, yep. for better or worse, yeah. and there are no games nowadays, including the new Pokemon Snap, where I can play with only the original 150 because I don't care about the yeah. new ones. 151, wink. Um, uh, yeah. Yahoo, uh, wink Yahoo, is the 150 <laughs> yes, Pokemon. absolutely. So with those combined scores, we get a 13 and a half. Uh, oh, man, just half a point short from the Chevy Silverado. So you were you were 2.5, I, I was, was a 3.5. Yep. Yeah, all in all, that is a good, solid 13.5. It's an incredible score for this simple-ass game. Like, the, yeah. who, how can you look at that and go, oh, wow, I think we are going to get more that's too high than that's too low, which is very rare for us, by the way. Yeah. We often get people going, you dog that for no reason. Right. What's wrong with you guys? This one, I bet you will get more people going, that's too high. What do you got in your mind? So I, let's, let's, uh, let's take a step back here. Okay. And let's go to our ratings from the original episode, oh. which was episode number five. Oh my God. Okay. May 29th, 2018, two young so little young. kids. So young. A young big boy, Mikey, oh boy. and a young <laughs> little pink candy. <laughs> I'm a cowboy in this situation. Mom, let's go to the grocery <laughs> store and you can put 14 quarters in the little courts <laughs> and I'll ride it all day. <laughs> you could put a Sacagawea half dollar into that. Riding pony. <laughs> or you can put a sack of half dollars into oh, that Juia. Okay. Um, so you gave this a three out of four as your retro score. Oh. I gave it a 3.5. Oh. Which baffles me because I I can't believe I didn't give it a four. We were harder score. markers back then. I think we were because because at that point, you know, Mortal Kombat, NHL 94, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Aladdin. By the way, Aladdin and Pokemon Snap, which is the best apple throwing simulator? Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin's good. Aladdin's a great fucking Aladdin's game. Aladdin's good. So that was a total retro score of 6.5. Your current score, you said was what? 
No, 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 no. In your current. Oh, like my two point five here. So same score, two point five. Yes. My current score was a three. So I was a a half score off, but we very were, close. We were like right in line. But that makes it because of the the dip that we took in the first score. It was a twelve total instead of a thirteen and a half total. Oh my god. Um, and uh, and the only thing left there, so we had a full point and a half difference oh in uh, in the modern score, the modern modern score, the revisit, yes, the 2021 score, the 2021 score, still not quite enough to be part of the Chevy Silverado <sighs> like a rock doing so Johnson and Johnson a family company trophy Hall of Fame trophy, which but is a 14 or higher. Since we know that though, yeah, we should find out what awards it does win. Okay, let's uh, hear the the band uh, warming yeah. up and let's uh, let's get into let's it. Let's do it. Red carpet just rolled out. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's a, that's actually a lick of tongues. Tongue. Oh my God, that's yeah. disgusting. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, wow. Gorgeous. Oh, just Gorgeous. amazing. Did you step on his tongue? Yes, I did. I, it's I, not as bad as you'd think. It's actually very therapeutic. <laughs> it's very therapeutic. Yeah. It makes me feel good about myself. I, I use his tongue as like a like a weighted blanket. Yeah. And Watch it, out, Tushy, you have competition. <laughs> uh, Hush. <laughs> everyone looks so lovely. All the Pokemon look so lovely dressed up oh, in their little tuxes. Fantastic. And oh uh, uh, Mr. Mime is just kind of being shunned over in the corner there. We're not too as comfortable with him should. being there. <laughs> Although Elliot just at a table full of dittos. And this is terrifying. <laughs> to me what is going on elliot what are you doing elliot why are there six dittos with you yeah and they're all slowly turning into you are you trying to pull one of those like shell games cup it and shell might games? be oh my goodness i know which one's the real you because you stink like cheese <laughs> yeah they couldn't get the smell they only have the look only the look oh, and the God. weird little like x squiggly eyes and oh, things like yeah, that yeah i forgot yeah. about which that which makes you even more terrifying mm -hmm. now you look more like indelible mark <laughs> Um, Rest in peace. Okay, so Elliot, will you reach into oh inside ugh. that ditto where you've stored the cards? Jesus Just, yeah, Christ. pull that out and yeah, thanks. Okay, so Elliot, why don't you uh, let us know what reviews we've got? Yeah, Re uh, awards. Yeah. <laughs> the field of childhood dreams. If you play it, they will review it fondly. Oh, oh. the field of childhood dreams, baby. As it deserves. As it deserves. Yes. And you know, it, it was a scant two weeks ago that we reviewed SimCity and yeah. it won the same award. How do you feel, Andrew, about SimCity being rated a 13 and Pokemon Snap being rated a 13.5? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I would say that's probably, it should be inversed, but whatever. Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, you're going to be wrong because yeah, I guess that, so. is, that isn't the I case. I was part of that scoring system, so I, if anyone you complain, have nothing to complain look about. Look in the mirror. Uh, so the uh, Pokemon oh, Snap revisit 13.5 out of 16, out of possible 16, Field of Childhood Dreams, yep. which is uh, an award that we love to give. Yes, because it's, it's if you one. build it, they will come in their pants. <laughs> if you build it, I think the drop says if you build it, they will review it. Uh, fair, favorably. Favorably. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. We did the Field of Childhood Dreams for Pokemon Snap. A very fitting award for this game. I agree. Uh, so there we go. Pokemon Snap. We went back and we played the goddamn game. But if you want to hear us play the new version oh, yeah. of the game, this Friday over on the Mushroom Club, patreon.com slash a rich great podcast. We haven't played it yet. Nope. I can't wait to hear what we think about this. I'm, I'm so pumped. I can't wait to play the game. Just get too high and yeah. play the game. That's going to yeah. be so much fun. Oh my God, it's going to be so good. But thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of you. And we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Bascom. And I'm Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over.
Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash The Retrograde Podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, give us some of your blood. (laughs) I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. (laughs) Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. I licked the butts.